0: let's mother heckin do this (laughs) all right hello my love and welcome to another episode of actually alexandra radio i'm your host actually alexandra (laughs) and um Hi. (laughs) I feel like I haven't podcasted in a while. I feel like I always say this. um, And here's the thing I'm probably never going to be someone, never say never, but I don't see myself as being someone who sticks to a schedule, even though I try to stay consistent. I do want to podcast weekly, but you know what? I follow my intuition and sometimes it doesn't work like that. But, anyways, hi, hello again. I'm actually Alexandra. AKA underscore Alexander Dawson on Instagram. And I'm here to help you connect back to you. That's really my main goal within all of my content, within all of my platforms, is I guess to help you be you, actually you, and love who actually you is. And that's why this is called Actually Alexander Radio, because I just want to actually be me and inspire you to actually be you in a world that tries to mold you into something that you're not. Anyways, <laughs> um, we have a big life update today. We, we got a lot to talk about, but first of all, let's get into what is today's episode about. I'm sure you saw the title and today's episode is about being a feel player. Feel, not field, feel. F-E-E-L. And I, I feel like nervous you guys I feel I have like a nervous pit in my stomach because (laughs) I guess it's like good nerves it's like butterfly nerves I don't know I got a lot on my chest so anyways today's episode we're going to talk about being a feel player and I'm going to give you a big life update because I was just a really big feel player in my life as I always am but first what the heck is a feel player? I'm so glad you asked. So, first of all, I cannot take credit for this term, feel player, okay? I have to give credit, full credit, to someone near and dear (laughs) to my heart, probably one of the people that I hold closest to my heart in life, um... A feel player is someone who follows their feels and their intuition and their gut and their soul rather than the shoulds of the world. Someone who just goes after what they want. This is my definition, okay? A feel player is truly someone who feels into what their soul is saying and listens to it without worrying about what the rest of the world is going to think. They listen to their internal world rather than their external world and they follow their heart. And the reason... My friend told me or came up with this term feel player um, is because he was calling me a feel player because I have always been someone who makes decisions based on my heart and my soul and these decisions that I make in my life might not make sense to many other people and I used to feel really wrong for this. I used to feel really wrong for hearing what my soul was saying and just listening to it without really questioning it. Um, and my friend who, you know, I was talking to him about this and he kind of looked at me and he was like, you're not crazy. You're just a feel player. And he was probably, or definitely the person that gave me permission or like he acted as if, He acted as a permission slip for me to be a feel player, to be the person that follows my soul and my heart and the person who, you know, wears my heart on my sleeve and and says how I'm feeling and who acts courageously rather than making myself small and wondering what the rest of the world will think about what I have to say or what my next move is or whatever it may be, and I remember it vividly when he told me this, and it was because in September 2020, I moved into an apartment right outside of Boston, my first apartment by myself, and I have talked about this multiple times, but I became really seasonally depressed, was in a negative, bad relationship, um... That ended up in like a breakup I was just in a really dark place and my soul was telling me I needed sunshine everything in my soul was like you need to get away from this place um and I packed up my apartment I broke my lease and I moved to Miami for the winter and everyone there not everyone but a lot of people thought that that was kind of crazy and I remember this friend of mine that was the first time he introduced the concept feel player to me because he was like, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're just going after what your soul and your heart is telling you to do. And that's why I want to, that's what I want to talk to you about is being a feel player because I feel like the rest of the world makes it seem so wrong and so crazy to act courageously, to act in ways that maybe don't make sense to everyone else but make so much sense to you. Or maybe they don't even make sense to you in the moment, but your intuition is telling you something and so you listen without it making sense. That's okay too. I do that a lot of the times. So this was really my first introduction to accepting that part of myself when When he looked at me and he told me, like, you're just a feel player, I felt so much like, oh my goodness, that, that is what it is. I'm not crazy. Maybe other people might judge me and think I'm crazy for fearlessly following my intuition before it makes sense, but I don't need to judge myself for it. I get to look at it as a good thing. I get to look at it as I'm one of these brave people who just follows their heart and their soul and their intuition because not many people do that. And the thing is, it's because society or our families or the people we surround ourselves with make us question that, make us question that intuitive part of ourselves. And so I hope that this episode can serve as a permission slip for you to also be a feel player. Um... I just like really I'm obsessed with the term. Um, but anyways, so what is my big life update that goes along with me being a field player? Okay, here it is. So if you have been along following along with me, you probably saw that in September 2021, I moved cross country from my little town right outside of Boston, Mass., to L.A., okay? I didn't really think about the move. It was very last minute, but L.A. has been on my heart since I was little. Since I was in fourth grade, I was telling people I was moving to L.A. Did I have a reason for it? No. I just trusted that there was some reason I was being called there, and this past summer, I kind of got this intuitive hit Like, now is the time. You need to go now. And so I went. In September, I moved cross-country, and I went to L.A. And the truth is, um, I talked about this in one of my past episodes of, it's called Admit It. I didn't end up loving L.A. I did not end up loving L.A. like my heart and my soul were telling me I would. Because something in me was telling me I belonged in L.A., But everything in me when I was there was telling me, you don't actually belong in L.A. And so my big life update is that I moved home. So once again, I signed a lease in L.A. for a year from September to September. um, And I broke that lease or I actually got someone to take it over for me. And I moved home, back to my little town right outside of Boston, and here I am. I'm recording this from home, and I, I followed my heart, okay? I followed my heart, and I followed what my soul was saying. And, you know, I think a lot of people would think, oh, stick it out. You're fine. You, any anyone can do anything for a year. I've been told that multiple times when I've been afraid to sign a lease or things like that. I've been told anyone can do anything for a year. And so for the first few months, I forced myself to sit with this discomfort because I thought it was the discomfort of change because obviously moving cross country brings big change. But everything in my heart and soul were telling me that this is not right this is not meant to be and so finally that discomfort got to be too overbearing and I made what looked like a spontaneous decision to the rest of the world because one day I called my mom crying and I was like I'm coming home I am sending my car home and I'm booking a flight and literally less than a week later I was home Um, so everyone externally was probably like, oh my god, you always make these crazy decisions, these last minute decisions, you don't think things through, like, maybe you should have thought more before you went to LA, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, I am so happy that I went to LA. I am so happy that I followed that pull, because guess what? Whenever we do that, there's a reason. There's a reason I was called to LA. I learned a lot, a lot about myself as a person, as a soul. I learned a lot about what I want in this life and what I desire in this life. I learned a lot about the lifestyle that's best for me. And I've been searching for an external home for so long because I always remind you guys that you are your own home. But in my hometown, I don't truly feel at home. And so I've been searching for that place that, that, I, that I feel that sense of belonging and, and I haven't found it yet. And I was convinced that it was L.A. But I'm so glad that I went and I found out it wasn't because I learned more about what type of place to look for in an external home. I learned that I'm not a city person whatsoever. I learned that I really truly do not want roommates unless I am very very close to them and we live a very similar lifestyle that's so important to me. I learned so much more about myself like I was on my own in LA really and I learned how to you know, be on my own. I've been on my own in plenty of seasons of life, but I've always had family close by. I've always had people that feel like home close by. And in LA, I I really didn't, but I survived. And I held myself through a lot because it was a really anxious season for me. Um, And at the end of this episode, I'm going to kind of answer questions in regards to, like, why did I leave LA? Um, But yeah, it was, it was a really anxious season for me and I'm just really happy I still followed that, that call because none of your intuitive pulls or the messages that your soul is giving you or sending you, none of those messages are random. There's a reason for them. And I'm not saying you have to act on every single one because trust me, there's a lot of times my intuition is like telling me something and... um It's just like a fleet of the moment thing. So I'm not saying every little thing that your soul says, like jump on it and follow it right away. But especially if a message keeps coming up for you, like for me, I'm 26 and since fourth grade, the message of go to LA has been in my soul. And I know that that message was there to teach me a lot, a lot. And I'd say I grew a lot spiritually, while I was in LA as well and I think I forgot to finish my other sentence but I was saying like how I was on my own I was like forced to meet new people and forced to go out of my comfort zone and forced to meet friends if I didn't want to always be by myself and I truly did like I feel like I haven't made new friends in so many years of my life besides like people from Instagram which hello I love you if you're my friend from Instagram like (laughs) those are probably my most meaningful relationships But anyways. I met like in real life friends, and that was so new to me, because I feel like I went to L A like a different version of me than I than I was in the past, obviously. And in the past, I was too self conscious to like put myself out there and, and meet friends because I was so worried about what people thought of me. But now I went to L A and I kind of said yes to plans and I met people and I did things out of my comfort zone and. I'm just I'm really happy I experienced it so again there's a reason for the things that your soul keeps calling you to and it might not be the reason that you think so I thought that my soul was calling me to LA because I was meant to be there but truly my soul was calling me to LA because I was meant to grow there I was meant to learn there and that was it It served that purpose in my life. So every one of your soul callings has its purpose, even if it doesn't end up like you wanted it to. I saw myself living in LA for years, maybe forever. And honestly, after the first month, I remember on my birthday, I cried, like bawled my eyes out to my mom. Like, I'm never going to feel at home anywhere. Like, I can't do this. It was just this inner knowing of I'm not meant to be here. But... I was a feel player and I followed the feel to go to LA and I don't regret it for a second because here's the thing. If you have this seed that is planted in your soul to go here, do this, say this, act on this, and you let that seed sit in you forever without nourishing it, you will never know what it could grow to. You will never know why it's there. If I didn't try LA on, I would have had that seed planted in me forever. And I would have been sitting here wondering, what if? What would happen if I went and did this? What would happen if? I would be wondering, why? Why is this planted in me? Why is this seed here? What am I supposed to do in LA? It would always be a calling within me until I went and I learned and I had the experience. And sometimes that's all your soul is calling you towards, is experience and learning and growth. But I would rather be the person who follows that, who follows that intuitive pull, even if it looks reckless or spontaneous or impulsive to other people. I would rather go and grow and learn than sit with that seed planted in me and always wonder, What if, what if, what if. Because the what ifs of life will haunt you more than going after something and it not working out the way you planned. And that's what happened to me in LA. It didn't work out as I planned. But it worked out as it was meant to. Everything in life does. So next time you find yourself fearing following that intuitive pull or shoving, you know, what your soul is saying down... I encourage you to actually really listen to it, to actually really look at it, and to stop fearing what other people would think if you would follow it. And I think that is kind of what kept me in LA for a bit is, you know, this feeling of, well, I came here and everyone knows, my whole family knows, social media knows, and yada yada. And... What would people think of me if I were just to leave? I remember a few days before I left or made the decision to leave, I called my mom and I, you guys probably think I'm always calling my mom crying, but (laughs) I called my mom and I was crying and I was like, do you think I'm a failure? Like, am I a failure? And she just said to me, like, she stopped and she was like, what? You're not a failure. You had the courage to go after it and do something and try something that not, many people have the courage to go after and do and try. So I hope that if you're in a similar situation where you go after something and it doesn't work like you had planned, like, maybe you tell the boy you liked, do you like him and he doesn't like you back, but you were so courageous to tell him. Like most people sit with these feelings in their heart and their souls and they don't do anything with them because they're too afraid of what would happen? What if I get rejected? But even if you do get rejected, take pride in the fact that you were brave enough to go after what you want when many people in this life just don't it doesn't have to be in the realm of relationships or moving or whatever it can be you want to start your own business it can be you want to make a new friend so you talk to them first it can literally be anything that your soul is calling you towards if it doesn't go how you planned it wasn't supposed to go how you planned and that doesn't mean you failed you're not a failure you're actually the opposite. You're brave enough to go after what your soul is saying and not many people do that and that is something to be so proud of yourself for. That is something that is such a special thing to have and when my friend called me a feel player, that's truly when I started to love this aspect of myself because I used to always shame myself, always shame myself for Why am I this type of person that can really just impulsively follow my intuition? Or, you know, is that wrong of me to do? And I have done it so many times in my life, you guys. I, you know, I make decisions quick. I hear what my soul is saying. I don't really question it much anymore. And I follow. Because here's the thing. Inner turmoil is created... When we hear what our soul is saying and refuse to listen. When you hear what your soul is telling you and you just keep shoving it down and acting like it's not there. Oh, it's still there, my love. You're just not listening. And so you're creating all this dis-ease within your body. You're creating all this inner turmoil because your soul always knows the truth. Your soul always knows the way. Your soul always guides you. But if you don't allow yourself to listen to that guidance, it's going to be like this little thing just knocking at your door constantly. And you can't ignore the knock forever. Eventually, you're going to have to open the door or just live with that annoying knocking. And what would you rather? I used to be that person that ignored the knock. I used to be that person that shoved everything in my soul down. It created so much anxiety within. And it was this type of anxiety that... I didn't even know why it was there because it was just this underlying feeling and I was like, what is this? What is this feeling within me? And then once you rip the bandaid off and you follow whatever your soul is saying, it's like coming up from being underwater for so long for a breath of fresh air. It is truly like this weight lifted off of your shoulders and you don't even realize how heavy you feel Until you experience feeling lighter again after you've made the decision to follow your soul. And like I said, I've done it so many times in my life. I've done so many things that don't truly make sense in the external realm, but make sense to my soul for whatever reason. I mean, starting a new Instagram being one. I started a new Instagram this past July. After spending from 2016 until 2021 growing my other account and running that as my business, this was my source of income. And I made a new account and started fresh because my soul was saying, just, my soul was saying to do it. I have booked spontaneous flights because my soul was saying to do it. And when I say spontaneous flights, I don't mean to like two hours away to Florida, I mean. Like to Bali. I remember one day I was in the library with my best friend at the time, and we looked at each other and we were like, let's book flights to Bali. And so we booked flights to Bali because our soul was saying it. I've done the same with going to Europe. I've done the same with, I came home from Greece in 2018, and something in my soul was telling me to drop out of college. And so the next day, I literally talked to my brother, told him I want to drop out of college start my own business. So I dropped out of college and I quit my job literally all on the same day. And that was me following my soul. And again, that might seem crazy to the external world or to onlookers. They might say, you're crazy. Like you're too spontaneous. You're too irrational, blah, blah, blah. Let them talk. Let them talk and be the person that follows your soul anyways because your soul is guiding you to where you're meant to be and I hope you have the courage to take steps towards where you see yourself. I hope you have the courage to really feel into what your soul is saying and to follow it without questioning it or without worrying so much about what other people are going to think about it. I hope you have the courage to be a feel player because, again, it is a special, special thing to be. And I'm giving you permission to be that person that follows their intuition, that follows their gut pulls. The thing is, we all innately have this intuition and we all innately have this gut pull. But, again, we've kind of been taught to silence it because we've been taught that there's more... You know, there's a more logical or analytical way of living. There's a right and there's a wrong, you know? And if you live a life that looks really different than the path that has been kind of paved for us, it looks maybe wrong to others. But your path is not meant to look right to anyone else it's supposed to feel right to you it doesn't matter if it looks wrong to others as long as it feels right to you and you're following what feels right that's what's going to get you living a good life an aligned life and you're here to live an aligned life you're here to live aligned to what your soul is saying and that is what feel players do so Again, I left LA. I followed that ping in my soul that was coming up again and again and again. I did worry a little bit about how does this look on the external realm? And that's okay to have the worry. But I moved past it. And that's what a field player does. We move past it and we decide to go after whatever it is that that we're being called towards. So, like I said... I've always been someone to make big decisions, like big decisions. I just shared a lot of them with you guys. Um, And I have had to rewrite the belief that that is wrong of me because I am the type of person that listens to her intuition. And I've grown up in a family of people who are not the type of people listen to their intuition i've grown up in a family or you know maybe they do but not in the big realms that i do and so i remember last year when i was about to you know break my lease at my apartment and go to miami for the winter my brother and my mom wanted to have a family therapy session okay And a little backstory on this is my brother is like 41 and we used to do family therapy, me, him, and my mom when I was in eating disorder treatment when I was like an adolescent. Um, And also my brother, my parents are divorced, okay? And with my brother being so much older than me, there were parts of my life where he kind of took over the role as my dad. Anyways, so we had a family therapy session and... I was making this decision to go after what my soul was telling me to do and move to Miami for the winter. Also, my friend who coined the term feel player was in Miami and my heart was like, you just have to go be with him. Besides the point. Anyways, um, so we had this family therapy session and my brother is talking to my therapist and he was just saying like she's always making these huge decisions that she doesn't put much thought into and she's really impulsive and blah 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 talking about it as if it were a bad thing and I felt so much shame for being that way I felt so much shame for you know I felt that feeling of that sinking feeling of what is wrong with me why am I like this why do I make these big decisions and then my therapist looked at him and she said I don't think that it's wrong of Allie to be this way. I actually think that it's really brave because she has the courage to go after what she wants and she has the courage to keep trying again and again and again no matter how many times it doesn't work out how she expected it to. She has the courage to keep following what she wants. So I don't think it's wrong. I think it's brave. And since that, and since the term feel player came into my life, following my soul is now my favorite part about me. Following my gut feelings and following my intuition and being the person who makes these big life decisions in very short amounts of time is now my favorite thing about me. I love that I fearlessly go after what I want in this life when so many people are afraid to. I love that I fearlessly chase what my soul is saying when it looks crazy to other people. I think I've come to terms with, you know, being okay with looking crazy to other people if it is truly what sets my soul on fire. And again, this comes in so many different ways in our lives. It doesn't have to be this big move or this big looming decision. It can be a conversation that you need to have with someone, that you need to let them know your feelings. I told you guys that, you know, at the beginning of this episode, I said I kind of have this nervous pit in my stomach. And it's because I have to have, or after this episode, I... I've been feeling like I need to express something to someone and it's been sitting, mm, I've been thinking about it but my soul the past two days has been telling me you need to do this and sometimes it's scary when we have these big conversations or we let someone know how we feel because again we fear their reaction or we fear their rejection and the truth is this conversation may not go how I want it to go but I'm really again I love that I'm the type of person who I'm following my feels and I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve and I'm allowing my intuition to be my guide rather than the fear of what will people think of me be my guide because I think so often in life we let that guide us we let you know how other people might perceive us impact our behavior and our decisions and our lifestyle and that is not freedom that is molding ourselves to you know that's morphing ourselves to fit into molds that other people have made for us but what if we're not meant to fit into molds that other people have made for us i cannot i cannot stress that enough is we were never meant to fit in to molds we were never meant to morph ourselves but we've been watered down so many times and convinced that who we are is wrong, that we've begun to morph and we've begun to become afraid of wearing our hearts on our sleeves or following that impulsive call that your soul is telling you. Again, back to the example with my brother. I, in that moment, began to shame myself. I, in that moment, wanted to just crawl in a in a hole and cry because I felt so wrong for being that way. When for, I had worked so hard to accept that part of myself. But when someone tells you that a part of who you are is wrong and that person tells you over and over and over that that part of you is wrong and that person is really close to you also, like it's hard. It's so hard. But you are allowed to accept parts of yourself that maybe other people don't accept. We're not meant to be accepted by everyone. That's the thing. It doesn't matter if everyone accepts how we live this life or who we are or how we show up to this life. And I'm not saying be a bad person and treat other people bad and walk all over people. I'm saying follow your soul and let love guide you. Love for yourself and for others and for your life because you have this one big beautiful life. And I hope you spend it being a feel player rather than being afraid to be a feel player based on what the external world may think or based on people thinking you're wrong for the way you live. Don't allow yourself to live a life that isn't aligned with your soul just because you feel afraid to go after what your soul is saying. If you're not happy in a situation Leave it. If you're not happy in a place, leave it. If you need to say some really big words to someone, say them. If you want to quit your job and start a business, do it. If your soul is calling you in one way, again, it's not random. Even if it doesn't turn out how you had hoped, there's a reason. Because every lesson, brings us growth that we are going to take to the next chapter of our lives. And that growth is essential. There's a reason your soul is calling you towards it. That growth is essential to actually get to the point in our lives that we want to be. So I know that my soul called me to LA because it had growth to do there. And that growth was required to get me to where I want to be, to my vision. It doesn't mean my vision is messed up or wrong or not going to happen. It means that before I reach that vision, before I reached my goal that my soul really has for me in this life, that was part of the journey. I think another part, for me at least, of being a field player is, like I've said, wearing my heart on my sleeve. I wear my heart on my sleeve because I'm not afraid to be hurt by other people because I'd rather be the person that wears my heart on my sleeve and is open to love and is open to new relationships and is open to others and new experiences too I'm not just talking about wearing my heart on my sleeve in terms of loving relationships because I'm actually working on allowing myself to be loved but I can easily give my love to others that's not a problem for me and I can easily to most people express how I feel And I can easily be open to new experiences and situations. And wearing my heart on my sleeve allows me to be a feel player in that way. And I'm so happy that I wear my heart on my sleeve. And that was just a side little ramble. But (laughs) I hope you learn to follow your heart. I hope you learn that following your heart and following your soul is one of the most special things about you. I hope you learn to say what's on your mind. That's a big goal of mine for this year is to be so courageous that I I never let feelings or words that I need to say go unsaid, that I let every person know how I feel about them if I need to, and in a good way. If I love someone, I'm going to say it. If I want something, I'm going to go after it. If I see a vision for myself, I'm going to follow that vision. If my soul is saying, do this, I'm going to do it without fear, without fear of What will happen or what will people think? So I hope you give yourself permission to be that type of feel player too. And I hope you can realize that it's the most special thing to be. I hope you can realize that it makes you brave. It makes you courageous. It doesn't make you crazy. I hope you learn to... Let your soul guide you and let your heart guide you and be guided by your soul rather than the shoulds of the world, the shoulds that people tell you you should be this way or you should be that way or you should do this or you should save this amount of money before you move or whatever it may be. If something makes sense to your soul, I hope you learn that it's okay and it's really special to be that type of person that follows it unapologetically, wholeheartedly that is what i always want to do in this life is wholeheartedly go after what i want and what my soul is calling me towards i hope to always be a field player and there are moments in the game of being a field player where you will doubt yourself you will doubt your intuition you will let the external world get to you in terms of am i crazy or should i follow this or What will people think of me? It's okay to have those moments. You don't have to be perfect and courageously going after what you want. It's okay to have those moments. But feel players, they have the moments and they step right over them and they follow their feels in the end. And, like I said, I, I have this thing sitting within me. I'm nervous. I'm really nervous because I'm about to follow my feels and say some words that I really need to say and I am terrified I'm actually terrified but sometimes we need to feel the fear and do it anyways and I'd rather be the person that felt the fear and did it anyways and had it go wrong completely wrong than wondered what if and I hope you learn that it's an amazing thing to be that type of person to go after things, to say what you want, than to sit there and wonder what if, because going after things might be super uncomfortable, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. If you are someone that goes after what's uncomfortable, that is how you grow. That is how you are going to get to where you want to be in this life. Don't let comfort keep you, keep you stuck. Face discomfort. And I'm not saying all types of discomfort because I just told you I was very uncomfortable in LA and I sat with that for a while, but we can only sit with that discomfort for so long. But I'm saying if something new excites you, but it also feels really uncomfortable, that's okay. That's growth. And following your soul won't always feel comfortable. I didn't feel super comfortable when I ended my lease like nine months early and booked a one way to Miami, but my soul was calling me to do it. And I cried the whole plane ride there. I cried the whole entire plane ride there, but I still did it because my soul was saying me, saying me, (laughs) my soul was telling me to do it. And it doesn't always feel good in the moment to follow your soul, but you will see why it's calling you in that direction. And I just hope you are brave enough to listen. So this is your permission. And this is actually your official invitation to be a field player. I remember me and my friend we used to always talk like we wanted to have the feel players club because we needed to find the, this group of people that also followed their hearts in this courageous way that that not many people do that also followed their soul that also wasn't afraid to feel things that's another part that i was missing i'm getting like riled up talking about this because i'm excited but you know, you're not afraid to feel things. You're not afraid to feel the highs and the lows of life. You're not afraid to follow that gut pull and maybe it feels really tough and really awful. But you go after it anyways. For instance, leaving a toxic relationship. When your gut tells you to do that and you do it, it won't always feel good. But you can't be afraid to feel the negative feelings in life. Because we grow, we get closer to our souls, we get closer to ourselves everything your soul is saying has a purpose. And here's your permission slip to listen without apology. So that is what a feel player is. And I feel like I could talk to you guys for hours about listening to your soul and listening to your intuition. But I guess I wanted to talk now at the end of this episode about leaving LA and why I decided to leave LA and answer some of your questions. So Let's get into that. And please, please, please keep the term feel player close to your heart and learn to become one because it's a special, special thing to be. So why did I leave LA? Okay, well, first of all, it just wasn't for me. When you know, you know. Um, I got one of the questions I got was, when did you kind of realize that you were off in LA? And I remember like one of the first days I was there, I was walking up the stairs to my room and I had this pit in my stomach and I said to myself, something's going to change. Something's not right. My energy is going to shift. My energy is this, something is not aligned. I vividly remember that pit in my stomach. But, you know, I just walked up the stairs back to my room. I was like, no, 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 I'm just freaking out because I just moved cross-country. But I vividly remember. I can, it was a whole body feeling. Um, So, yeah, one of the questions was, when did you have your first something feels off moment? One of the very first days I was there. And, again, ignored it because change is scary. And change is big. And moving cross-country is big. And I just convinced myself that maybe i was you know it it was just the discomfort that was coming with change but here's the thing my soul knew my soul knew that something was going to be off with my energy that i was going to be going through this extreme i kind of related it to what i went through in miami because i remember talking to a friend and i was like i'm so scared that i'm going to go through the same thing that i went through in miami and if you're not familiar i've shared this multiple times so in miami I was doing a lot of inner soul growth and work and that is like facing your shadows and inner child healing and oh my god it was a season of healing but healing feels like breaking and I was like I'm gonna go through something so similar and I was terrified I remember being terrified and I also remember when I first moved to LA I had a bunch of people message me and they were like girlfriend you got to be careful with the energy in LA it's like the spiritual energy is really dense and heavy in a negative way and I was so fearful because I felt that in my soul but I was like no no it's fine but it was the energy in LA it is heavy it is dark and you can feel it it is dense and since I moved to LA before coming home like before moving home I came home a few times and every time I came home I felt like I could breathe better so yeah I honestly just left LA because it was this inner knowing that I didn't belong there and this inner knowing of you need to leave because things aren't going to get better you're not going to grow more this is going to harm your self-love your self-growth and your business because you're not yourself right now and my business relies on me being myself and being in my good energy and so That was me being a field player and saying, you know what? I'm freaking leaving. Sometimes you just know. And there doesn't have to be an explanation. One of the last questions I had got was, how do you know exactly when to take the leap? I'm struggling with this. And here's the thing. We don't have to have this perfectly calculated when to do it. Sometimes you just know. And you follow that knowing and you be that feel player, and you say, maybe the timing doesn't line up, or it doesn't make sense, or I'm waiting for this answer, or this answer, you don't have to wait. When you know, you know. It's like the same thing as being in love. When you know, you know. Your soul knows. So follow it. So the main question, again, is probably like, why did I leave? And I'll just be really honest. Again, dark energy, it just wasn't the place for me. A city life is overwhelming it smells bad all the time it's super polluted um homeless people everywhere i I was literally terrified um not to be like one of those people that is like oh my god homeless people i was so scared like literally there was like a stabbing two streets away from me there was always helicopters police cars everywhere like in my neighborhood i was terrified i literally couldn't even go on a morning walk and that's super important to me To be able to safely go outside. And I felt trapped because I couldn't do that. And I wasn't surrounded by nature. And all of these things that didn't align with my soul made me know that I needed to leave. Another question is why did I want to move out there in the first place? And honestly, it was just a dream that I had since I was little. And I just wanted, I just really wanted to go. I don't know why. I think social media also, so social media didn't play a role in me wanting to go because again, when I was in fourth grade, I was not looking on Instagram or TikTok because those things didn't exist. But social media also makes LA look like it's this beautiful like health and wellness and spiritual world of like, you'll find your people out there because everyone, I thought I would find people like me too. Um, and I did, but the stress of being there was too much the overwhelm of being there was too much um and I just feel like social media portrays LA in a different light and I remember I was taking my road trip to LA like driving and when I was driving cross-country and I was listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast and I love her and she was talking about how much she hated LA she was talking about all these things like that she just does not like la and she makes it very known that she doesn't like la and i was like oh this is just her like no like i'll be fine whatever but literally everything she said i got there like or while i was living there i hated as well um so yeah i think one of the biggest things too is like i'm just not a city person and i was living in a very city environment not really close to the beach like my soul needs the freaking beach you guys um some more questions that I got I got this one a lot is how to move past the realization that a dream was just a dream because like I said LA was my dream and I think that's honestly one of the things that kept me there for as long as I stayed because it was a dream for forever and I convinced myself that oh I was just adjusting to the change and I also a lot of the times convinced myself that I was happier than I was because Our souls don't want to accept that, oh, what I was dreaming of isn't actually right for me, and so I really held on to the happy moments, the highs. They were very high because most of the time it was a low there, and so I also, like when I did show up and share on social media good moments, those were really good moments, and I think a lot of the times when you're going through something, you also don't realize that you're you know going through it as bad and so it wasn't really something i could even talk about on social media because i didn't you know realize that i was going through it as much i when you're going through something you're not processing it as well you're just going through it and so i didn't really know what i was going through i just knew i wasn't totally happy and part of me when i like made the decision to la- to leave la when i realized how unhappy i was felt super guilty that i like showed happy moments on social media because I always want to keep it real and transparent, but those moments were real. And that was also my way of trying to convince myself that I was super happy in this place. Because when I write a caption of like, how much I love LA or like, whatever it may be, that's those amazing days where I'm at the farmer's market and the sun is shining and I'm like, oh my God, life in LA is amazing it's those micro moments but anyways that's far from the question but um the realization that you know my dream was just a dream like it hurt but what hurt more was trying to force my dream to not just be a dream what hurt more was trying to force my dream to be what was for me when my soul knew it wasn't for me And so we can either sit with that. You know, obviously when you have a dream in any realm of life, it's going to suck when you find out it's just a dream and this wasn't for me. But what sucks more is trying to force that dream to be for you when you just know it's not. And another question that came along with this from a few people was, was it hard to leave friends? Did you make friends out there that you were sad to leave? And this was like one of the, or not one of, this was the hardest thing for me is that I finally found people that I felt I would make really good friendships with. And I did make really good friendships with. Obviously, they didn't grow to their full potential while I was out there because it wasn't, you know, long enough. But that was the hardest thing is I finally found people that I like feel like my people and I'm leaving them. But it was too uncomfortable for me. Like I could wait. Those were the happiest moments was when I was with my people. But in between those moments, I was anxious. I was sad. I was overwhelmed. I wasn't connected to myself. I feel like I totally lost myself while I was out there. Those, those months literally feel like a blur to me because I was so disconnected from my soul and my spirituality and just myself in general. And so, yeah, it was hard to leave those people but in the end I had to choose myself and real friendships can go cross country. My best friend lives in Portland. Okay. And I have met her (laughs) literally met her twice and she lives in Portland and I live in Boston and not Portland, Maine, Portland, Oregon, Oregon, whatever. And so I had to choose myself and say, yeah, I could wait. I could have this. (laughs) I could wait till the time's during the week when I get to see my friends and it's happy and I'm loving life here and deal with the lows that come in between or I could just rip the band-aid off and leave and continue these friendships cross-country and so yes I made those friendships but my relationship with myself and my happiness and my soul is most important And I think that's one of the things that hurt most about realizing that my dream was just a dream because I dreamt of going out there and meeting people like that. And I did. But the rest of it was just honestly soul crushing. Like LA crushed my soul. I I truly can't even like it drained my energy. I have been talking to my friend Amanda in LA, like since we kind of moved there at the same time and I, I met her there. And from like The very first weeks, I was telling her this off feeling, like, I I just feel off, I'm not sure if i meant to be here, and we were both like, oh yeah, we're just adjusting. But again, your soul knows, baby, you just gotta listen and stop doubting yourself. Give yourself permission to have a dream, and to realize it's just a dream. Because if you don't give yourself that permission, you'll stay in this quote-unquote dream that isn't for you. And you'll block yourself from what really is your dream. From finding what your dream really is. And sometimes I think we have this dream because we think we're meant to live this certain life. Or be in this certain place or have this certain lifestyle or be this certain person. We think that. And so we, we have this dream. But the dream isn't meant for us because the vision that we see of the life we're meant to live maybe isn't meant for us. And that might hurt at first, but the beautiful thing about it is that it's actually getting you closer to what is meant for you, to the actual dream. Sometimes we have to find out that our dream is just a dream to open our eyes, to peel back the layers and open our eyes to what really is our dream. And I actually got a lot of questions, um, maybe we will do like a QA and a on Instagram, um, But ultimately, I had to leave because my soul was telling me to leave. And I'm telling you guys to be a feel player. And you know what? At 26, admitting to the world that, hey, I moved cross-country on a whim and then moved back on a whim and I'm living with my mom, like, that doesn't feel great to me. But what feels even less great is being in L.A., And and we're allowed to make these big decisions and end up hating them. It doesn't make you a fool. It doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't make you anything except brave enough to, to do these things, to follow your soul. And so I'm here back in Boston. Someone's asked why Boston and I just grew up here. So my mom is here. So I'm living with my mom right now. And I know it's temporary because one, she's also moving. Two, I'll be moving, but I... Need to figure out where my soul wants to go. So, I'm going to do a little exploring. And three, my soul, like, I think a lot of people wondered, like, why didn't I just get an apartment somewhere else? But my soul is exhausted from feeling so not at home in LA. Like, I literally felt anxious there. I didn't even realize I was anxious because that was like my natural state of being. My body was in fight or flight. And Right now, the only place that feels like home to me is right back at my mom's house with her. And I'm actually really happy that I can say that because we used to not have a great relationship. And, you know, there's still some healing to do within our relationship, but I'm so grateful that she's become someone who I'm really close to and who tries so hard to understand me and who doesn't make me feel crazy for following these intuitive pulls and for following my intuition and, and for going after what I want fearlessly even if it looks reckless so that's my life update I'm home in my little town outside of Boston Mass knowing that it's not fully my home but really knowing that LA is not my home and I could look at it as a failure but I don't I'm proud of myself I'm proud that I went. I'm happy that I went. I learned a lot. I now know a lot about what my actual dream is or you know what? What I think it is. You know, the next dream that I'm going to go after and, and see how that works out. And who knows? Maybe the next dream is the real dream or maybe it's just another dream. And that's okay. But being a field player, we go after it. We go after it and we don't say, what if this doesn't work out? We go after it and we know that it'll work out exactly how it's meant to. And we will always end up where we're supposed to be. So yeah, um, I'm happy. I'm grateful. And I have so many beautiful things coming now that I have gotten home and gotten back to myself. You guys, I really feel like LA took me away from myself in so many ways. I just was so disconnected from myself and it scared me because I always tell you that your relationship with you is the most important thing in this life and I couldn't access my relationship with me, really. I showed up for myself but I didn't feel that same sense of connection because when our soul knows something is off and when our soul does not feel at home, when our soul feels so uncomfortable that it can't really fully settle that's you know we can't fully have that connection with ourselves so I'm happy to be back connected with my soul and truly like showing up on social media again I feel like I took a back seat when I was in LA because it's hard to show up for other people when you don't feel like yourself and yeah it's just it's difficult. Like, how do you show up for other people and how do you give them inspiration or words of wisdom when you don't even really know what to say? (laughs) Um, So I'm really excited to be back to creating because I lost all of my creative spark in LA. I lost all of it, you guys. And that makes me so sad because I love creating. I love TikTok and making reels and I want to get into YouTube which I tried in LA and it broke my computer, which was probably just a sign, whatever. Um, I am creating my online subscription for Pilates meditation and more. And I feel so good going towards it, but nothing like even working towards those like career dreams when I was in LA didn't feel good. I always felt drained. And when your soul is feeling drained, it's a sign that something is off. So I encourage you, In all areas of your life right now, in career, in relationships, in where you're living, in whatever it may be, ask yourself, what is draining your energy right now? And what can you do to fix that? And if that's choosing something that's really hard, if that's walking away from a dream or stepping towards a dream that you're scared to step into or telling someone you love them or leaving your toxic relationship or starting a new Instagram and becoming an influencer, whatever it is. Feel into it. Do something crazy. Do the craziest thing your soul is telling you to do. If it's good, not if it's bad. (laughs) If it's bad, I did not tell you to do it. (laughs) Follow your soul with love. Let love guide you. Let your soul guide you. Let it light the way. Let it pave the path. Let your intuition and your heart pave the path for you. And you will always end up right where you're meant to be. Do not let the external world, do not let others' judgment get to you. Be a feel player. Feel all your feels. Feel everything. Let life crack you open and continue to follow your soul every single way it guides you. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for hopefully now being on my team of feel players. And again, this is your permission slip to be a feel player. And I think this episode was all over the place, but I named it, I could, I could have done a separate episode about being a field player, but I feel like me moving home from LA was me being a field player because I was in my head about so many things about how people think of me, right? Like I, I was in my head like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm a failure there. But what was my soul saying? Leave, Al, you need to leave. So I felt into that and I did it. And yeah, again, this episode I think was all over the place, but that's okay. This is me being a field player and just rolling with it. (laughs) Rolling with my soul was telling me to talk about all of this in one jumbled up episode. And I'm excited to see where this next chapter of life takes us. I am claiming February 1st as my start of 2022, so actually that this episode is coming out today happy february 1st this is our start of 2022 if you started off on a rough note okay i love you thank you for being here and um see you no won't see you next time but (laughs) you'll hear me next time